19 Nocturne Boulevard. Nocturne Boulevard? Not far. When you hit Howard, hang right. Howard meets Philip at a weird kind of angle. You can't miss Nocturne. It's just past the autobahn. 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Your address for suspenseful stories of the speculative, strange, and supernatural. Tonight's story is Within the Walls of Eric's and was adapted from a story by H.P. Lovecraft and Kenneth Sterling. Yes, this is 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Won't you step inside? Did you have any trouble finding it? What do you mean, what kind of a place is it? Would you believe it's a mining camp on the steamy jungle planet we call Venus? Venus, month six, day fourteen, nighttime. Kenton J. Stanfield. Perhaps my final report. My, my fifth whole day. Canteen went dry at noon. Uh, food tablets, not dangerously low yet. Chlorate cubes are my real worry. Feel weak from my forced economy and oxygen, and my constantly mounting thirst. You're still using Carter oxygen units? <laughs> They're so darn heavy. Budget's got around here, kid. You'll see. We're not funded like the government. A Dubois mask isn't that much more, and does the job at half the weight. Saves on chlorine cubes, too. Just figure out how much not much more is when multiplied by over a hundred prospectors. If you last up here, you can always get yourself a Dubois. <laughs> Once you start making the big bucks. The way you say that. Oh, it happens, just just not that often. I do not know the time. It is dark. There's something damnable. Something uncanny about this labyrinth. I could swear that I had eliminated certain turns through charting, and yet each new trial belies some assumption I thought established. Never before did I realize how lost we are without visual landmarks. What? Why only... Where none of you boys ever crack a manual? The company's only rebroadcast orbiter is a... Well, it's a dang fast critter. So it provides a window for one half hour approximately every six hours for each sector. And that's your first five minutes. Care to waste some more? Or do you plan making some kind of report? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, my coordinates... Goodness! Did you bring your blanket, too? All that boring info is sent up automatic-like. But uh, my log, too? 
Nah, it takes too much juice. This way you get to edit out all your little personal comments, naughty little secrets before handing it over for archiving. Oh, good. So, you one of those boys who grew up just panting to work on Venus? Actually, I wanted to be a writer. Uh, Venus just pays better. Now it seems like a... You got hustled out the base the minute your feet touched the sweet, soggy ground? He ain't the first. Here's your mask, grab your seat, what's your hurry? Pretty much. Continued. The effect of all these fruitless wanderings is one of profound discouragement. I can understand how poor Dwight must have felt. His corpse is now just a skeleton, and the Syphocles and Farnoth flies are gone. It's all about the crystals, kid. You read the manual? Well... You, you had an entire rocket trip? Well, there was this poker game. Oh, save me from greenhorns with less sense than kittens. That book could have saved your life, you know. Well, I figure there'd be time. There's never enough time. Men who can withstand the strains of crystal hunting here on Venus are few and far between. Most, like yourself, last no more than three trips. What makes you think? Prove me wrong. Hey, Miller! See, see that? Now, there's a guy who knows his beans. Miller, read it and weep. Twenty-three carats. What? Twenty-three? That, that's... Right there in black and white. Beat that. Oh, kitten. This is Dwight. Red Dwight. One of the brightest stars in... Terra Nova Corp. The brightest star. Ken, is it? Well, Ken, there ain't no one else out there who's netted as many total lifetime carrots as me. Over 700. Oh, um, I don't... Kids skip the manual. Okay, it takes about 20 carrots to power, say the entire city of Chicago for a year. Shoot, by my calculations, I've kept the entire eastern seaboard lit for the last five Nightfall, there's nothing to do but persevere. Dwight would have got out if he'd kept on a minute longer. It's just possible that somebody from Terra Nova will come looking for me before long. Although this is only my fourth day out. Soup fit okay? Last chance. Feels fine. With that tropical atmosphere out there, you better be sure... Five days is a long damn time to chafe. <laughs> I understand. I'm sure. So my tour is five days. To start with. You remember Dwight? Well, there's a long hauler. Does about two months, Earth months, 60 days on most trips. Two tablets, one week. But then he's been Cytherian for over a decade. Cytherian? Uh, means Venus to us long-timers. We feel vision sounds... Too damn silly after all our crummy movies. Breathing unit. <laughs> Cytherian. Got it. Dwight's practically one of the locals. You, you seen yet? Fluorite cubes. One week. Only pictures. Now that part of the manual I did look over. Whew, creepy little buggers, aren't they? <laughs> A little? Ken, Ken, Ken. You didn't look hard enough. On average, the lizard men run seven feet Holy... Recording unit? Don't worry too much. They're, well, they're not harmless. Not by a long chalk, but they're manageable. So those 
tentacles they've got for arms. Crystal detector. Arms? Legs? Tongue? Who knows what they are? Yep. Four or five feet long on some of them. We call them lizard men, what with the greenish scaly skin and all, but they're not really like anything back home. Seven feet tall. Flame pistol. Fully charged. Four days out, I think. I'm resolved not to hasten matters as Dwight did. Grinning skulls just turned toward me, shifting by the groping of one of the scavengers that are picking him over. The ghoulish stare of its empty eye sockets is worse than the tentacled onlookers that stand gloatingly around the invisible barrier, laughing at me. Another day and I'll go mad if I don't drop dead from exhaustion. You still there, Miss Manners? Just in a couple minutes, what you mean? I've got a reading on my crystal detector. It looks like a big one. Them things aren't reliable for size, just direction. Could be just a big one real nearby. Well, what's the terrain like due, um, north, I think, of my current position? North? Aristidian Highlands. Last known position. Great. On my own again. Recorder? Ready. Aristidian Highlands. Map from Massacre from the air 50 years ago. Designated Eryx. One of the few areas of size on Venus noted for lack of vegetation. Off. Lack of vegetation? That'll be a relief. Anything to get out of those rubbery creepers and overhanging fronds. Month 6, day 12. My third day out. Afternoon. Um, I, in less than an hour, I saw that the jungle growths were thinning out, and by five o'clock, after passing through a belt of tree ferns with very little underbrush, I emerged on a broad plateau. Progress now became rapid, and I saw by the wavering of my detector needle that I was getting closer to the crystal I saw. Some brainy types insist they're intelligent. The Lizzie's? Screwballs. Well, they build cities. Ant hills, beehives. We don't try to make trees with bugs, do we? But they talk, don't they? That's been debated for years. There seem to be some patterns of the tentacle movements. Yeah, and bees dance. I've been out there longer than just about anyone, and they're nothing but a damn nuisance. A religious nuisance. So they worship the crystals, big deal. They can't use them, and don't even know they do anything more than glow. If we want to change things, we got about two real choices. Yeah. Try and civilize them, like we did with everyone back home. Nah, they're way too primitive for that. I say we either gotta cage them up like the animals they are... Uh, We've tried that one before. We can just blow them away. Why not? They're not decorative, useful, or even edible. They don't do anything worth keeping them around. Note to self. Day... Fourth. Fourth day. I racked my brains with speculations regarding the material, origin, and purpose of this strange edifice. At the hands of men might have reared it, I could not for a moment believe. Human knowledge does not include any perfectly transparent, non-reflective solid such as the substance of this building. Did a forgotten race of highly evolved beings precede the man-lizards as masters of Venus? 
strange and seemingly non-practical building and its materials suggests a religious purpose. Contact. You back yet? Manners? Damn. This is just nuts. What the heck is this stuff? Smooth, cool to the... Contact here, report! Have I got a report for you? Oh, I found an invisible wall. Fifth day out. I doubt I will see the sixth. Very weak. Did not sleep much till daylight. Must save chlorine cubes. So I'm nearly suffocating. Lack of oxygen. Can't walk much of the time, but man- manage a crawl. Stamnable green things keep staring, laughing with their tentacles. Sometimes they gesticulate way makes me think they share some terrible joke just beyond my perception. Listen to me real careful now, Ken. You need to close your eyes and start backing up right this minute. What? My recording unit lists nothing about an invisible wall. You backing up yet? Ignore anything you see or hear. Why, for crying out loud? Make yourself clear first, then check your recorder's entry for mirage plans. Move your backside. Them things are deadly. Wait. No. Wait a minute. I'm in the middle of the plains of Eric's. No plants within a half mile. Nothing to see but mud and... Yeah? Mud and... Um, oh, the walls. But you can't see them because they're invisible. Third day supplemental. What made my heart leap was a smaller detail whose position could not have been far from the plane's exact center. It was a single point of light blazing through the mist and seeming to draw piercing, concentrated luminescence from the yellowish vapor-dulled sunbeams. This, without doubt, was the crystal I sought. I could hardly wonder, as I glimpsed the distant glow, like those miserable man-lizards worship them. Maybe 20 feet tall. Managed to throw a handful of mud about that high, and it went over. I ain't got any maps or archives with specifics for that locale. Not a popular spot, seeing as there's none of the streams and crystals show up in. No streams, but plenty of dam. The whole plateau is... Like a solid sheet of slimy mud with a light frosting and ground mist. Could this wall thing be some kind of natural phenomenon? Too smooth. Very regular. Slightly curved, too, I think. Oh boy. You riders and your big old words. Been all the way around yet? I don't think so, but I can't really tell. Well, did you hit your own dainty little footsteps again? Not a chance. The mud is so liquid it just doesn't take, not even for a minute. It's like I haven't been here before. I need you to mark your position and come back to base, Ken. This is way outside standard procedure. You hear me? Got it. I'll get out of here pretty soon. I just want to... 
get all the way around just once. Honey, I'll be flat out of range in two shakes. I don't want to worry you none, but if anything happens out there, it could be days before help will arrive. Days? But a lander would only... Land power and money, old son. Base only has a dozen resident staff, and none of us is jungle-worthy. We gotta wait for some of you roughnecks to wander on home. Then the company has to pay for their time for a rescue. Why do you think they low jet with plenty of ammo? Much cheaper. It's a wonder they bother. And death benefits. What? They are cheaper, too. Horror and despair. Baffled again. I've been deceived once more. Was apparent... Apparently back where I'd been on my first futile attempt to leave the labyrinth. Whether I screamed aloud, I do not know. Perhaps I was too weak to utter a sound. I merely lay dazed in mud for a long period while the greenish things outside leaped and, and laughed and gestured. Ignore City, the audio fiction rock musical, is now part of the Fantasy Network. In this post-apocalyptic future where technology is outlawed, Devin Rimpa, a scrappy bike messenger, befriends a sentient robot head named Saner0805. She embarks on a grand adventure through Ignore City to save civilization before government agents catch up with her. It's Futurama meets the Terminator, but with singing. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and podcast platforms everywhere. Isn't this a lot of ammo? I mean, seven clips. One a day, that's pretty average. Save them for the trip home. The Lizzie's don't usually try much right away. That is, until you got one of their precious crystals. The worst you can expect before you make a find is pot shots with blowgun darts. Blowguns? That's it? Don't scoff. One of those darts will slice through your suit like butter. All it needs to do is nick you and the local germs do the rest. If the insects don't get you first. If you don't get back to base in time, well, you notice the bartender's hand? The hook? Uh Uh-huh. Late afternoon, third day. It was said that even from a great distance, the shining object's position seems indefinably queer. A slight mound rising from the slime and mist. Now, at about a hundred yards... I could see plainly just what that mound was. It was the body of a man in one of the company's protective suits lying on his back, with his oxygen mask half buried in the mud a few inches away. His right hand, crushed convulsively against his chest, was the crystal that led me here. A spheroid of incredible size, so large that the dead fingers could scarcely close over it. wondered who the man was. Holy cow! Dwight? Oh, jeez. But the walls... How could he... Whoa! There was an opening about three feet wide, 
Without a moment's hesitation, I stepped through and advanced two paces to the prostrate body, which lay in what seemed to be an intersecting doorless corridor. It gave me a fresh curiosity to find that the interior of this vast enclosure was divided by partitions. I hope I die out here. You want to die? No, I don't want to. Just that when I do, I hope it's out there, in the jungle. The scavengers will strip me clean in a couple of hours, and no one will ever know what happened. Just make sure you're dead first. Some of them bugs don't wait. Will they really? That's why the suits are made the way they are. Like cellophane, but thicker. No weave, no tiny holes for bugs to get in through. But the suit doesn't cover everything. Nah, they don't like the breather. Smells bad or something. So your head is pretty safe, as long as you don't take it off. Looking about for some possible cause of death, my eyes lit upon the oxygen mask lying close to the body's feet. Probably carelessly buckled, so the weight of the tubes worked the strap loose. Wouldn't have happened with the Dubois sponge reservoir mask. Well, Dwight, old buddy, you got your wish. At least this baby won't go to waste. Let go. Wait a minute. Wait. Rigor mortis. It, it doesn't last. Manners, you there? Recorder? Ready. Rigor mortis. A condition of deceased breath. A spasming of muscles. How long does it last? Rigor mortis begins three to seven hours after the termination of life and lasts approximately 12 hours. Off. Holy. Dwight. What, Sam Hill? group of a dozen or so of those detestable man lizards emerging from the forest far off across the plain. When they drew nearer, they seemed less truly reptilian, only the flat head and the green, slimy, frog-like skin carrying out the idea. They walked erect on odd, thick stumps, which made curious noises in the mud. The motions of their tentacles, if the theories are right, indicated that the things were in animated conversation. Would it matter? You sound real down. Tell Mama Manners all about it. You may not have a lot of time, though. There's some sunspot activity predicted for tonight, so I may have to miss a date or two, but you can forgive a girl for that, can't you? I... I'm lost. Nonsense. You know, we're near uncharted territory. Just punch into the recorder. Oh, I know exactly where I am, but I'm still lost. Is this where I start telling you to back away quickly? The invisible wall? It's more like... Like what? An invisible bar? An invisible maze. I can see the entire plane from here. The trees are at the edges, the sky above, but I can't get out. Have you tried taking every left fork? That usually... Something else. I... There's a crowd of the lizardmen just waiting at the entrance, ready to jump me if I manage to escape. Two things. I need some help. Ain't gonna happen. Not for a couple days. Sunspots play havoc with landing vehicles, same as communications. So I just... Listen to me, Ken. You never tried shooting one of them things, have you? The flame guns are particularly nasty. Them critters go up like oil and rags. Once you get one or two of them, the others will head for the hills. They don't really want to fight. There is, until you got one of them precious crystals. Oh. No. No? No what? I'm not giving it up. 
That's the spirit, Ken. Look, as long as you're in a safe place, just sit tight and we'll get a rescue party in as soon as possible. You mean other prospectors, right? Yeah. Maybe I will be out of here by then. Fourth day, shortly after dawn. The alluring crystal, the body of a man who seized it before me. These have acquired a dark and threatening meaning. Dwight was a victim, too. He must have been trapped some time ago and failed to find his way out. His mask probably didn't slip accidentally. Rather than face a lingering death, he resolved the issue by letting the lethal atmosphere do its work. The horrible irony of his fate lay in his position. Only a few feet from the exit, he failed to find... I'm as trapped as he'd been. Recorder. Ready. Location, central chamber. Describe. Round chamber. Six irregularly spaced egresses. Progress. You have 27 times attempted to exit you designated door in line with corpse and tree. Yeah, well, then I realized three of the doors all lined up that way. There's just not enough difference in perspective. You have recorded 43 trips out of the central chamber. I know. With no way to mark anything, I can't tell which door is which. You have attempted to score the wall with your knife and with your flame pistol. You have tried to make a mark in ink and smear it with mud. You have reported no success. Picking a damn door at random would do me more good. Correlating the turns you have thus far recorded, random choice would give you odds of one in... Off. This, then, is the end. Three days taking me nowhere. My strength is gone. It was no common series of mischances which made me lose my way in this ruthless, unseen tangle of horrors. Beyond doubt, place is genuine made. A labyrinth traps set to catch humans. Hi, you twite. Hey, buddy. You got it all over me. You almost made it, old pal. Almost. Almost. Recorder on. Ray. Just taken the great crystal out of my pouch to look at it. And my, my last moments... Fiercely, menacingly, in the red rays of a dying day, the leaping horde haven't noticed it, and their gestures changed in a way I cannot understand. Growing 
Operative A49, Kenton J. Stanfield, left Terranova early on 612 for a short-term trip. Due back 13th or 14th, did not appear by evening of 15th. Followed last reported location to Erosidian Highland, brought plane down nearby and corner of the wing crashed on unseen obstruction. Approaching on foot, we came up short against a smooth, invisible barrier Located skeleton of operative B-9, Frederick N. Dwight, of Koenig's division, and aforementioned deceased Stanfield. We had great difficulty in getting to Stanfield, but finally succeeded. We shall bury Dwight and Stanfield in the company graveyard and ship the crystal on the next... Off. Miller? I heard. Yeah. And I'm real sorry. Boy, she drilled nice. He was. Keep it under your hat. But I think this is the last straw. Last straw? I've been warned. The next rocket will be carrying Marines. Oh, well, I am sorry. Yeah. Uh, recorder on. Right. <sighs> Personal note. I am impressed not only with the irony of Dwight's fate, but with that of Stanfield as well. We found a doorway some 15 feet past Dwight. Beyond this was a hall, and... Ah, uh, hell. Stanfield could have reached the outside by walking 22 feet if he had just found the opening directly behind him. Hi, this is Klaus Holm, and I'm the creator of Tempest Investigations. If you like TV shows like Buffy, Angel, and Supernatural, you should check out Tempest Investigations. Listen to it on TFN, creator-distributed, fan-supported. Now that you know how to find us, don't be a stranger. We have enough of those already. Tonight's production of Within the Walls of Eric's was adapted for radio by Julie Hoverson from a short story by H.P. Lovecraft and Kenneth Sterling. In tonight's production, Kenton Stanfield was Renaud LaBeouf, Frederick Dwight was Cole Hornaday, Marshall Miller was Pat McNally, Dana Manners was Julie Hoverson, the supply clerk was Marge Lutton, and the recorder was Beverly Poole. All music in this production is courtesy of Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Post-production and mastering is done by Julie Hoverson. This show is copyright 2008 to Julie Hoverson and Reality Productions. This has been a joint presentation of Reality Productions and ART, American Radio Theater.